Hey, what's up? It's the Fantasy Rugby Yanks Podcast. Thanks for coming along. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. And we are recording from just outside Boston, Massachusetts. Thanks for joining us. It's Tuesday. We have a lot to get to because it was a pretty crazy week in Europe. There's a lot of scenarios that are going to be played out when it comes back in January. And we got some other things to touch on because we want to be versatile here. You know, now and again. So what's going on, bud? Well, as you said, crazy weekend. Um, And let's... For, for those of us, for those of you who are listening at home, yes, we're recording this from just outside Boston. However, neither Jared nor myself, we're, we're not really, for the most part, Boston sports fans. We, 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 we have, I, I have adopted since my move up here, the, the Red Sox, because I love baseball and I've always liked the Red Sox from back in the day, because as a Philly fan, originally, uh, you don't get you don't win too much, so I felt a certain kinship with them. However, there's, yeah. there's another team in town that that I absolutely have no sympathies for, and uh, they were playing my my favorite uh, football team, which is the the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, <laughs> this is it's, it's been a long running thing. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't like uh, the Steelers head coach for various reasons, and one of them is that he always loses to Belichick and Brady. Yeah, I mean, which he does. A lot of people do that, right? A lot of people do that. But <laughs> that's a long, there's a long list of that. <laughs> when you're from, you know, when you're in the Steelers organization as a coach, you're expected to to beat the best, or at least every so right. often beat the best. And he's had a pretty poor weekend, a pretty poor record against Super Bowl, them. No, and he's got a Super Bowl. He's got a yeah. Super Bowl. Okay, it's hard to right. There's a lot of people that would be would ha- be happy to trade. Right, he's, he's been to a super. <laughs> he's been to two Super Bowls. Won one. He lost the other to some scrub team. I can't remember who. Hey yo! <laughs> Actually, that was to, to Jared's favorite team, who's the Packers. Bay Packers. Uh, somehow, we our friendship survived that mostly because I don't think we knew each other I don't at think the we, time. No, I don't think Ben and I had met each other at that point. So thankfully, right. although there was, I did watch that with a Steelers fan yeah. and a lot of Patriots fans, and I will say there were more people cheering for the Packers in that house than there were uh, the Steelers. Absolutely, so. I, I, I have no doubt about that. The Steelers. Are generally uh, are generally not not as appreciated by those outside the fandom as, as inside. Probably not. <laughs> um, so they're they're treated a lot like the rest of the world treats the the Patriots too. So anyway, the the Steelers beat the Patriots and and everyone was happy and and we're starting to hear on the sports talk radio that this you know the sky is falling. Yeah, they're it's they're right. actually they're they're in denial in, along the five stages of grief of the Patriots dynasty. Because it's, uh, it's over. Oh boy! Yeah, I mean, and they're you're the three seed. You're gonna have to either go to Houston or go to go to Kansas City to win the AFC title. It's not gonna be easy. But it's beyond that. It's not even that what they do this year because they've pretty much written off the Super Bowl this year. It's it's Which, what's uh, gonna happen in the in the future. I, I, and it's, I, it's it's hard to write it off like that. I, but I'm, I'm I understand on, why yeah. people are seeing it that way, and you know the the Superman right. number twelve might actually be mortal exactly and you know that's probably going to be what brings it to the end obviously but still it is and and so um it's it's enjoyable to listen to people seeing reality smack them in the oh, face oh i i mean I just mean, been l- just listen to the sky is falling 18 stuff years yeah you know the kid, college kids in the boston area have never known the patriots to not to be, be bad the best team in the nfl and every I, year. i remember when they were bad yes as do i yeah a lot so, of people do anyway yeah. Thanks for for indulging me there. <laughs> Made for a great weekend for me. Yeah, and now everybody turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so don't forget, you can check us out on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. Review us. 
uh, rate us, you know, let us know what you think. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, so please do all that good stuff. Um, don't forget, also, we are going to do fantasy uh, rugby draft for the Super Rugby season. So if you want in on that, uh, email the show. I'll leave the email in the show notes. Uh, we'd love to play against you all. And we'll probably be scheduling the draft sometime shortly. It looks like won't be until after the new year, but that's not surprising for anybody, and I doubt anybody was ju- ready to jump on it that early anyway. Right. Um, wh- what are we going to do to get a beer sponsor in here? <laughs> uh, ask, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I know. So if anybody knows a beer sponsor, please forward them. We don't need much. We just need a six-pack that will last us three, three shows because right. we'll each have one a show, and we'd be happy to do a live read or any of that crap. So if you know anybody... Wolfpack Logger, hello. Maybe somebody <laughs> listens over there. I don't think that's happening. No. Um, but maybe something local, or I'd be down for like an alchemist to throw us hey. a, a four pack of heady every once in a while. <laughs> no, there'd be no complaints there. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the first step to that would be to reach out and ask. And <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that step I gotta ask. Now, <laughs> take it behind the scenes too. Yep. And um, so for the in the future, we're. Working on getting maybe one more voice to come on at some point in the new year. Not sure when it'll happen, if it'll happen, but you know we'll give it a shot. And if somebody wants to come on and talk rugby and can withstand the five to ten minutes of point fancy point talk that <laughs> right. we have, and just to, and then ignore that for five minutes, then I think we'll have we'll have a couple other people N- not on. Not to mention the smell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, you got a shower. <laughs> I do it once a month, whether I need it or not. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Um, but and then I just wanted to throw a shout out to Eagle Impact Rugby Academy. This past Sunday, I uh, I attended it down at uh, a facil- our facility down in Weymouth at Union Point. It was really fun to see the kids run around. It was uh, the it was it was a top notch clinic put on by these guys, and you you can't say anything bad about these guys. And they, the kids really enjoyed the hell out of Good. it, so I was uh, I was really pleased to see that. So just a shout-out to them because they did an awesome job this past weekend. Right. And to the kids. They've been amazing. We've been w- working with them for, right. for a couple of weeks now heading into this. So great job to all the kids out there who, who, who came out and were yeah. working hard. Daring to pick up a rugby ball in this country. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to something that's more relevant to more people than just us. Um, we didn't talk about it last week. But we need to talk about it. Flatgate. Uh, well, before, uh, we won't, it's I'm problematic. Not wait. I'm not even going to wait until we get to the Bath Leinster game. We'll oh. talk about this now, and then we'll talk about the rugby. Yes. Bruce Craig. Pardon my French, but boy, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah. And so apparently they said, oh, it failed the safety standards of um, you know that are required. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same flag company that makes your flags. Right. So, what was different about your flags to to Leinster's? You know, I'm just not. They had the wrong logo on it, apparently. <laughs> and that's that sucks because one thing that that I hate about American sports is is the culture behind it. As far as my team's awesome, your team sucks. I mean, of course, we just went over through that. Yeah, whole, but you know, but that's, that's different. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate people who cheer for the Patriots. Yes, I, I actually don't hate people who cheer for the Yankees. Um, <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I I might hate them, but it won't be for that reason. Let's exactly. put it that way. <laughs> exactly. You actually have to get to know them first, and then you hate them. <laughs> but to, to you know, the, that's supposed to be a 
kind of put aside, you know. Here, uh, yeah. Especially in, this, in, in rugby. Sport, We're all here so. to, to cheer for our teams. We're not against no. the other team in so much as we're trying to beat them. That's about it. Yeah, and well, and so the and the crazy thing is, like, you watch the Premier League football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. Um, they segregate home and away fans legitimately. Like, you, if you're, especially the rivalry matches. Right, oh, well. They, yeah, they're like, you have to go through this gate if you're, uh, you know, for example, the Manchester, mm-hmm. the two Manchester teams. If you're at going to Manchester City and you're a United supporter, you have to go through this gate right. and you have to sit in this section because they just don't want somebody getting the absolute shit kicked out of them. And that's that's sad. That really is sad. It and is. that doesn't happen in rugby, thankfully, for the most part. Right. With the exception of a few and far idiots that are, have had far too much to drink. But, you know, so this was really, really a bad look for, for Bath. Did you see Leinster's counter to that this I past did, weekend? No, I did not. So... They played at um, Aviva, right. the, big, the big stadium in yep. in, in, in Dublin, and forty thousand uh, people attended. On the side, sans camera view, mm-hmm. no flags. On the side, with all the what that's well in view of camera and any seat that's basically able to see the the main camera, right? Flags all, on they put flags on every one of those seats, right? G- gave them all to them. They were waving, and <laughs> well, that's they were waving true. with good yeah. reason because. Leinster had the last laugh, for sure. Well, that was expected, too. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get into yeah, we'll get why to and how and all that stuff in a little bit here. Um, the other thing I wanted, I wanted to know, and I only skimmed and or did I even skim it? Whatever. I, it caught my eye. Um, talking about the French salary cap and the English t- salary cap in terms of the French salary cap is obviously out of control. Like, mm-hmm. it's... They're it's really so crazy. far and above the English salary cap. I don't know which either one is, but I know the French salary cap is very high, and the English one is much lower. Mm-hmm. And it's very the, the French are, know that they have a problem, and because the, obviously they're the you know the teams don't know any better. The chairman at Toulon, I can't remember his name, he's just buying everything left right left right and center that is talented out right. of out of the southern hemisphere, and you know, and some in Europe too. And it's obviously not working because they're no longer going to be able to participate beyond the pool play in this competition. And I mean, they're better in France in, in the top fourteen, sure. but it's still, like, it it. I mean, it's a it's a problem in general. And you can hear they talked about it on our favorite pod. Yeah, and the other pod, as we call. It. Yep, that one. <laughs> um, pod pod pod. Um, and. Marler was very for like keeping that salary cap right. fairly low yeah. to keep the game sustainable, and I totally agree with it. I understand. I'm usually very for players getting their money, and I still am. Mm-hmm. But if you want this to be a professional game that lasts until you know you and I are old men in rocking chairs, yeah, and all these and you, players are has been sustainable, then you yeah, you have to you have to be considerate of that. You right. can't have every player like Charles Piotau on you know a million pounds yeah. a year. And you look at the football players, the old retired football players now, mm. who are talking about, and then a lot of them are dying off now. This is uh, NFL, so American football, where they were making 20000 a year back in the day or, or however much that just simply wasn't enough. Uh, my grandparents talked about Concrete Charlie, um, who was uh, Chuck Bednarik. Right. Who actually, my, um, I know people who played with him back at Penn. <laughs> and... Uh, 
he was called Concrete Charlie, not because he was tough, but because in the offseason he sold concrete. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, right? The, they they did, had other jobs, and they talked about the players t- well today, twenty thirty years ago, saying, "Oh, they don't know how tough it is. They 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 have it. They get paid, you know, so much money for doing this. I, I right. and I started it. Well, unfortunately, yes, you started it. It wasn't anything before you, but that also means that it has to be proven sustainable before." It actually becomes, you know, they had yes. to make they had to make it. Unfortunately, that the owners and the players had to build it into something that it was. Yeah. And this professional rugby is still developing. So as a only, as an entity, it's only twenty some odd years old at this point. That's, right. I mean, that's a lot. That's that's a lot shorter than Soccer, NFL football, than, right? Baseball, uh, you know, football, European, or whatever you any want to call it. It's sports. probably. One of the, in terms of like how big of a game it is globally, that's a very new professional sport. You know, yes, soccer is the most popular, baseball's up there, basketball's right. up there, um, and rugby being probably one of those big four worldwide sports that's compared, that's popular in many regions. Right. And it's still, a, compared to those, it's still, still a very new emerging, pro sport. Right. It's an emerging it's a pro sport. So, it's very much a kid. Right. So you have to, treat it with kid gloves and unfortunately that means that that the salaries are gonna uh, suffer at first until until it's proven until it 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 has its big boy pants on and has the real big uh, especially i mean i i can't we can't stress enough how big it would be Mm. for for rugby to catch on in america because they start getting sponsorships here, starts getting TV deals here i mean you see the the tv deal the nfl has it's absurd the money that's in there it's unconscionable but But you need that kind of money to pay the players what they really want to be. What they're paid. demanding, yeah. Right. So let's hope it gets yeah. there, but it's it's going to take time. Yeah, it's going to be a lot longer than it is. Than it's going, you know, it's going to be a, many years down the road. These guys are all earning living wages. Don't right. They're not suffering. None of them are suffering. Yes, are some of these guys worth money? The money they're being paid. Uh, to the I don't know if Pietau is worth a million a year, but meh. You know, yeah. you just have to, you know, they need to figure it out. And you know what? Honestly, if they want to, if the English teams want to put a hard cap on it for a little while and not have it budge much mm-hmm. and players don't like that and they want to leave, fine. Right. Go, That's... go, go. There's a lot of places that are playing. Play MLR is, is talking, is, yeah. is, is kicking up kids. <laughs> they don't make that much, but, you know, you can make a name for yourself. Yep. Um, but anyway, there's, there's places to play. Japan pays good money. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, some of the Super Rugby teams can start paying some decent money because yeah. they're um, they're struggling well, too. The problem with, with but going back to the subject with with Toulon, they have a team of essentially the rugby horse. Yeah, that's essentially what they are. They're they're not they're mercenaries, which is fine. But that doesn't that also means that they're not really playing for Toulon. They're just playing for themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. And no, and when you get fifteen right. people all doing that, it's going to take a a special culture to and a special coach to to really wrangle them all in. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, look at look at Ashton last year. Yeah, went to went to Toulon, broke shattered the well, not shattered, but he broke the record right. for for tries playing a position he doesn't normally play. But because they had they were like, all right, well, this is the one position we need, so you're going to play there. Yeah, adapts himself, plays there, plays there well, and he, he I mean, he didn't do anything but make a name for himself while playing for that team. Go, comes back to sale now he's in the England squad yeah so yeah you know, it, it, it 
even when you're a decent person, you still have the best. The you still have those intentions when you play for a team right. like this. Of I'm playing for myself here, right. and clearly he was. And I'm not trying to poop on Ashy. I love Ashy. He played for the Saracens for a couple of years. Did many good things. So yeah. I'm not poo pooing on him. But he's done well everywhere he's played. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought him so, getting put out in the cold was stupid to begin with. But. Yeah, the guy wants to get some pay. You know, I, I get it. Yep, agreed. To the games. All right, let's 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 talk some actual rugby and enough bullshit politics yeah. and all that stuff. All right, um, Leinster, Ulster, Leinster, <laughs> Ulster, everybody <laughs> cover your ears. I already, I already screwed up once. There's one for me. Um, Ulster Scarlets, and this is, this was a big one for um, Scarlets. This is basically like do or die, and can't say they put in that good of a performance. Uh, um, wasn't awful, but it was more about, I think it was more about Ulster coming to play, uh, Everything that was kind of on for them last week, like John Cooney wasn't kicking well, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie Byrne, the the conditions weren't very good, and the conditions weren't a whole lot better here. But um, they were they were better, and Ulster were able to do their game a little bit better. Billy Burns' cross kicks were magical at times, and finding hands of his teammates very very often. And even when he wasn't cr- using cross kicks. He was putting pressure on them with his boot. He knew where to he knew where to put it. And he was doing it very well. Um, I think the try of the of the game has to has to go to Jonathan Davies. Garrett Davies intercepts, runs runs like a madman. Knows he has no chance in hell at, at burning his man down the sideline. Grubbers through. It rolls. It rolls. It rolls. Lands. <laughs> hits off the post. What? <laughs> yeah, two guys. I don't remember who it was. There were two uh, player from each team miss it. One of them, I think Spate might have been the Ulsterman, and um, missed it completely to either dot it down for a try or for whatever. It knocks off the post, and Jonathan Davies is right there to just slide onto it. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is just some kind of luck. Just but, like Maro Itoji. Was it the Lions or was it the, the was England? That he I think it was England. Yeah, knocked off, knocked off the sticks. Yeah, yeah. No, it just rolled off the off the uh, post pads and just sitting there, all nice and pretty for whoever happened to be pursuing. And it was Jonathan Davies, who's you know pretty darn good player in his own right. Yeah, good for him. Yep. So that was good. Ian Henderson had another great match. He scored two tries. The guy was working his butt off, and doing care, taking carries in, ta- making hits. The guy was the guy's a machine. He's out for a while now. What what happened? To, oh shoot! Yeah, what happened to him? His thumb injury. Ah. Henderson, yeah. Henderson, I didn't see that. I shoot. just saw that reported today. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say Luke Pierce did one very notable thing, and you know, I am. Everybody knows that I am one to just like poo-poo on refs when I can. Um, you know, I yell at them on a weekly basis sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke Pierce did a very good job, and this is one thing that I absolutely freaking hate. And it was a retreating player from an offside position, John Cooney threw it right into him on purpose, trying okay. to draw oh, that offside penalty. Right. And Luke Pierce said, uh-uh, you are not getting that. And Good. I was I, I was very happy to see somebody just start to stamp that out because sometimes it's a player that's kneeling and sometimes they're actually hurt. Right. And you throw it at the guy right. and you hit him in the head. Not only, But you know what also? That can start a freaking yeah. bunch of handbags after right. that. And then... God knows what happens and, afterwards. And if the guy's trying to just get it, stay out of the way, if he's actively trying to not be a part of it, yeah, he was to, to involve him. Yeah, that makes is, you a jerk. So I'm shit. glad uh, I'm glad Cooney didn't get that. 
Uh, I, I had Cooney in my team. I uh, wasn't interested in him drawing that penalty, though. Yeah. Uh, Bestie was nice. To, Bestie being Bestie as he is, um, was nice and honest. He got over the line, but he knew he was held up, and he said, yeah, yeah don't bother checking the TMO. <laughs> <laughs> nice and honest. Yeah. Nah, don't bother. Save some time here. <laughs> so that was very good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was happy to see that. Uh, Wynn Jones gets a yellow card for Skylets, which kind of did him in. It was only a four-point difference, but it just... Um, didn't feel like that Ulster had anything to really go. Uh, our Scarlets didn't have anything to to bring to the table per se. Um, I thought the day again. I thought the Jonathan Davies try was great, but really that's where it ended. Um, Stockdale ends up skinning two guys off uh, a Billy Burns cross kick to kind of put the nail in the coffin, which was. I mean, David Stockdale's playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can yeah. see why Ireland are very excited about him, and the they have a plethora of young back three players. And then they still have guys like Rob Carney in the locker. So not an awful day for the Irish. Um, Ulster take take all four, or all five rather. They are currently, where are they at? They second. are they're second in their pool and pool four. Um, Scarlets are OUT out, having only gathered two points in four matches. So they will be playing for pride come the new year. There's worse things to play for. Sure. Facts. <laughs> On to Gloucester v. Exeter. Um, this was an excellent first half of a match. And it's unfortunate. Um, we, we, we finally saw great sips. Yeah. He was having, he was having a hell of a day. Um, just uh, with his, with his, especially with his boot. Um, he was doing a really good job putting, um, putting Exeter under a lot of pressure. And uh, unfortunately, he took an injury. And uh, uh, trying to, Bugger. T- yeah, he, he hey he did his job. He kept Armand out, um, of off the try line, but or he held it up. He eventually in a tackle, it but he, he eventually got <laughs> he it did. Anyway. Get, Armand eventually scored. Right. So so this game to me was was about a couple things. Um, one, Gloucester, kind of, uh, they 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 kind of had a, a rough day. They they ran out of steam. It felt and yeah. and. and the, the Sips injury, I think, took a lot of wind out of their sails. Wow. Because uh, everything seemed to be going pretty well, and, and then they hit that bump, and then they just kept hitting bumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hitting seemed, bumps. It seemed like they could not quite get out of their own way sometimes. No, and the the seven scrum penalties oh, are, that'll, that'll do it. are kind of a problem. Yep. And, and it just seemed as though they were they were exhausted by the end. and uh, They had two yellow cards. That's not really going to help them at all. Granted, they killed, they did hold Exeter out for one of them, mm-hmm. but they conceded, I think they conceded a total of five. I think they actually scored one while Honick was in the bin, but they also queued up right. two, so yeah. that didn't help. <laughs> no, it didn't help. And, um, you know, I, I thought that this was also a good good match for, on, the, on the other side. Let's, let's give some credit to Exeter. Yeah. I liked the way they used Armand. You know, oh, that's something else we need to get back to. What happened? Fucking Exeter. Now, if for those of you who are paying attention, last week I talked about how I wanted to see uh, Armand in that that number eight for Exeter. Carry it tradi- up. Traditional. Yeah, more carrying. Right. Get get him the ball more, especially in space. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him in that role. It's Friday. Uh, I'm at work. Oh, no, it was Thursday because I was at work. Yeah. And... I'm looking up the the lineups no, just to check it out. You. That's right. Okay, and I, I remember pop this over actually. to Twitter because that's where they they they're posted first. 
and I see ex- I see Exeter's lineup. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me check it out. Let me check it out. Right there, boom, at number eight, Armand. And I'm like, fucking a. They listened. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be so yeah, happy about to this. Our pod. Right. <laughs> they, I'm gonna. I can't wait. So I text Jared real quick. I'm like, look at the look at the our lineup. They listened to me. And Jared, I, I double check. I looked at it. I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Let me have a look. Uh, buddy. Yeah, he's like, dude, are you? Yeah, hi, bud. I'm like, no, I'm at work. I'm cool. I'm straight. And and he's like, why don't you check that? Why don't you double check that? And I go back. It's not even the same goddamn picture. They were. They had. I swear, they had them you arranged said, yeah, in that had... scrum, and then the back okay, line. Yeah, you did say that. And and they had the, the faces of the players. It, it we. I go back, and it's a. It's an image, still an image, but it's the list of the players from you know 15 to nine, and then one to eight. Yeah. And I'm like, what the motherfuck? Because. Mm. Obviously, whoever typed that up got the first one wrong. Way wrong. And within five minutes, they, 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 fi- they pulled it off. It. And fi- yeah. Son well, for those of, for those of you that are looking for someplace fun to work, Ben Ben's place apparently lets them drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't let us drink. Uh, but uh, either way, I was really <laughs> I was happy to see the way they they used Armand in the loose. Though they they gave I felt like they gave him yeah. a lot more more carries. He doesn't need to be at the and, back of every scrum, right? You don't need to be playing eight no. to, to do that. But I, I, that was just a, a brief moment of, of I thought was going to be fun. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> you mentioned the, the, womp, womp. The, the card late, that, that 12 trees penalty. Uh, that to, that was um, who who was carrying that ball. That was actually their their, their number eight. Um, it was Laude. Yeah, Laude. he went into the side kind of cynically and yeah. just slowed that ball down. I was like, "You are off." Right. That, that, so that was definitely. I mean, definitely that. But I, I was disappointed that it was Law Day and and not uh, Armand taking that that right. run because that was a, that was wide open in space. Uh, they were they were moving the ball around. I think they had had a line break. Yep. I, I really just wanted to see that pop over because the the last couple of times we saw it last week and we saw it earlier in this match. Mm-hmm. You give that ball to Armand, you know, around that twenty two in space. And he's going to do damage if not put one over. And to give it to Laude, no disrespect to Laude, um, but but I really would, you know, tactically I'd like to see that go to, to Armand next time. Right. And I think that's a try rather than a tackle other than the card. I mean, they still got the try. They eventually got over. Right. But, yeah. but why, you know, why why leave it the chance? Right. Give it give it to your best runner in space. But neither one of these teams are out. Because we no. had some interesting things going on in the other game, we'll get to it. Right, but man, that's uh, that was. They're not out. They're not out, but uh, it, it it's it's feasible for both these teams to win their last two games and get into the knockout it stage. Is. But but Gloucester Gloucester went from second in the in the uh, in the pool to, to fourth. Right, and no matter what, that's that's a tough that's a tough drop. All, I mean, all, they had they had the, uh, the the losing bonus point kind of in there. Right. So they had first off, they looked like they maybe had the game and. and uh, as, as an option of them, Sips got hurt. Yeah, the game did not seem to be going their way, but they still had the shot at the bonus point until until that late try. Yeah, Harry Williams getting over at the end pretty much sealed the deal. Oh well. Um, but yeah, but there there are teams there are pools that have second place. Actually, most pools have their second place team higher than the first place team in this pool in right. terms of point number of points. So yeah. this is a very wide open pool. This it is, is, is going to be very, a, very a, interesting come the new year. A lot, right. A lot will change in January. Yeah. All right. Saracens, they're going to be, well, they're going to be pull four or 
pull three winners hopefully after the after this performance. You'd think they they're one they're one win away from claiming that I think. Yeah, I would say that's. And they got Glasgow at home. Yep. In the next round, that'll be a, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, is it Gla- no Glasgow's last? They play, yeah, right. they play. They're at Leon. I meant in the so last, really the last grouping. Of oh yes, they, yeah, they do. But the, I think the last game is Glasgow at home. Okay. By then, things be, things might be decided. Right. Um, depending on entirely on how they do at Leon mm-hmm. and how Glasgow do when um, they play Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. But yeah, so this will be this was. This was definitely a champion performance in terms of there was not a lot of great things that came out of this this game, but they still managed to get over the line in the end for the four points and keep their 100% win record, which is all you can ask away from home. Cardiff, they put on a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I were talking about their, their, their um, Navidi and who's the other guy? Um, was it Williams? Uh, Nick uh, Williams, maybe? I don't recall. Um, bloody hell! <laughs> but the um, they were t- they had their they had their two back rowers going, and why the heck can't I remember who the heck yeah, it was? Oh, yeah, it was Nick Williams. Yeah, okay, it was Nick Williams. Manoa, mine completely. Manoa kind of got hurt. And... Well, Manoa was on, Manoa was on the was playing six, so yeah. like the, I I think they actually would have preferred to have Williams last week. But I don't think he was available for whatever reason. Right. Um, but he is. But those two guys were definitely causing problems for the Saracens with their runs. They were, and they were definitely hitting hitting them hard. Uh, but Saracens just kept bouncing back and bouncing back, and eventually Jamie gets uh, Maitland got over first. He was just he burned him. He yeah. the guy is fast. I mean, Scotland have something special in him. Next Lions tour, if he's not on it, and I know that's a long effing way off, way away. but that's like three but, years away. But <laughs> if he's not on it, I'm I he should be very upset because yeah. if he continues to play like this. I know Scotland get like no freaking help with that. Right. No love there. But you know they. He, he should get some. He's yeah. He's been an amazing player uh, for the Saris this year. Yeah, and I mean he has been not just this year, but this year he's been particularly impressive. Yeah, he's come through in some big big moments for us. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, was it the? It was interesting to me that uh, how how little the Saris used used Mako, and usually he's the guy who's getting. Still probably ridiculous, get match fit. yeah, that's true. Uh, but I guess. But when you, you I, I see, we were. I think the two of us were kind of expecting Mako to play between fifty and sixty minutes. But it would have been nice to see him. I'd rather him have played fifty minutes of balls out, the way he, he could, just to to see what he's got. Right. It, it seemed kind of tentative. They they weren't really using him. Certainly not the way they they have in the past. And maybe that's just they're trying to get him back into play. But, um. I think that their their whole attack suffered because I think there was a little. I think that bled out to the rest of the team too. Yeah. If Mako is being tentative, yeah, you know he's the That's, tone setter. He's the one who says, yeah, he is. "Get on right. my back. I'm going to get these hard meters here as a prop, and you guys do some work out out wide." Out wide, yeah. You could tell. I mean, Cardiff's defense were just very. They're very resistant. Um, Anscom was trying his best for their attack to pull some strings. He. Um, did he, I think it was, I don't think it was him that got the chip behind that, um, fish finished, but, uh, Maitland was definitely not in position. I just talked him up and now mm-hmm. I'm calling him out. Um, he was not in position to feel that well. And mm-hmm. I don't think the, for whatever reason, the Saracens weren't ready for it. Um, I think Maitland got caught kind of in no man's land. He wasn't up, but he also wasn't back. So it's kind of, Ooh, whoops, this is probably yeah. not a good position for me to be in. They took advantage and got in behind. But in the end, the last lap goes to the Saracens who, 
I believe a lot of people are touting as semifinalists among probably two other teams as well. And um, hopefully they can get there. If they get to, if they beat Leon, then they're in the they're in the knockout stage. And after that, they're just playing playing for positioning. Um, you know, host a host a match at least. You don't want to be that. Um, that last pool winner that doesn't host a match, that's right. really unfortunate. <laughs> um, you know, but it does happen, and it and teams that end up hosting matches of um, this caliber in the, in, the, in the first knockout round usually uh-huh. end up being on the victorious side. It doesn't matter who you are. And with the, a few rare occurrences of not, not having that happen, but it, it is possible. And how about Jamie George's man of the match? Yeah. Always I'm, love seeing a front row as man of the match. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's come back and he's been, he he's, been very, he's been very good since he's come back from England. And I mean, yeah. he, he is, it, I don't think it's ever been in anybody's head outside of Eddie Jones that he is England's best hooker. I just think that he sees Hartley as the captain, so he has to start him. Yeah. It's okay to have a squad captain not start. You know, you're going to, in, in, tournaments like the six nations and the world cup you need Your you're gonna have to rotate guys anyway yeah. so you know he, he doesn't have to start every effing no. game if he's the, if he's the squad captain you can still be a leader in the you can still instill power in him right and say hey this is i need you to be a leader for these guys and i'm gonna make sure that they see you as such um or at least i'm gonna tell them that you know this is you're one of our guys to lead this team. Mm-hmm. Whether you start or not right. doesn't have to like be. He might be their best leader, but he's not their best hooker. No, definitely not. No, Jamie George deserves to be yeah. wearing the t-shirt when they kick off in Japan next year. Yep, I agree. Sure. Uh, Glasgow Leon, 21-10 for yeah. the Warriors. So uh, speaking of, of excellent Scottish players who, who should be on the next Lions store, well, Hog. <laughs> Hoggy should it. be. That's a no-brainer. I, he to was me, on the last one, just got right, hurt. Right to me, uh, to me, this match was was about um, Hog just killing it with his boot. I mean, so and he started off um, right from the jump, showing what he was gonna that 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 he was going to put this game basically on his own foot. <laughs> wow! And uh, right off the bat, right off the opening kickoff, uh, Hastings has a, a has himself a run. Um, and, and off of that, um, Stu Hogg steps in at, at first receiver, just little grubber through, little grubber through, um, puts Matawalu over for the try. Just boom, right that, there. That, uh, right, so right, right off the kickoff, basically. Fast. Right off the Jeez, kickoff. Um, they're, they're, they're putting that's, one over. I mean, unfortunately, that's a microcosm of Leon right, right there. And then right off of that, that kickoff, um, again, ball finds Stuart Hogg. Stuart Hogg puts... The, the puts that ball all the way the way deep into um, Leon territory. Yeah. So you've you've given up a try, and then all of a sudden you have the ball back right back in your own end, right inside your twenty two, mm-hmm. and boom, that another penalty kick, and, and next thing you know, it's like twenty minutes in, they're down, and and Leon's down eleven nothing, and uh, that's pretty much the way this match went. Mm-hmm. Um, just um, Leon just could never really got much going. Yeah. And and every time they did, I mean, it every, seems to be a theme for their for them in this competition. But, I honestly don't know yeah. what they're doing in, in top fourteen, but and every time they did, they, they, the ball found Hog and Hog put it deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's not really how it's supposed to work, <laughs> right? Um, now it did that did change at halftime because that the uh, 
to be fair, Stuart Hogg's kicks in the first half were wind-aided. Um, oh, okay. But it also just it just downpour second half. Oh, just, really? Oh, the gods were angry. Scottish gods were not and, happy. No. And um, so Hogg's boot wasn't as effective, but it didn't really matter. And, and, and the one thing that, that really, I guess, angered me from a, 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 a tactic standpoint is you just saw what Stuart Hogg did to you in the first half with his boot, right? Using that wind. If you're in the second half and you've got that, that, that wind behind you, you'd think you'd kind of want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And... and and use that territory and Leon just didn't they tried to run it instead of instead of boot it down the field and play field position and you know what I'm going to say to that play 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 exactly <laughs> thank you that was my thought they just wanted to play 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 that's all they wanted to do they didn't actually want to do tactics they just wanted to go play 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 right and I, I was thinking that while I was watching it so I'm glad you picked up on that just in my description <laughs> yeah that, that was the first thing that came to mind on that one I was so, like eh, yeah that sounds like French to me and it was it was just uh, silliness and stupidity but what are you gonna do yeah um so ultimately uh glasgow uh gets gets the win keeps pace with saris um right doesn't get the bonus point yeah that would have been that would have been huge for them considering that the saracens right. had not and and while i had um hog as my man of the match uh they gave it to matawalu which is fair he had two tries yeah, two. but not an awful choice right it's not an awful choice but to me i mean those were some of the, you know, fall on the ball in the try zone. That's, yeah, you get credit for the try. But Hogg gave you those tries. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> at least if one of them. If he's, run, so, if he's running like hell on one, at yeah. least one of those, then I guess you got to give him they, that they, one. They seem to be pretty much walkover tries. Okay. And one yeah. was a fallover. So, it, it, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given it to Hogg. I, I disagree with the, the decision there. That's right. Heineken, man of the match. You're, you're, you're allowed to do that. It is, it is a thing. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Glasgow... Are chasing Saracens at 14 points. Um, Saracens have 18. Cardiff at four. Leon is zero. They are both more or less out. There's no way 14 no. points. If Cardiff were to take max points, it's they'd be get 14 points. And I don't but think 14 we, we points is going to be good enough for a runner up yeah. for one of the best runner up spots. So right. Cardiff can concentrate on the Pro 14. Or the, yeah, the Pro 14. And Leon can concentrate on the top 14. And they can try and get their butts into this competition next year mm. uh, on to oh yeah to lose wasps to lose wasps 42 27 to the frenchman so so keen listeners to the fantasy rugby yanks may recall a few weeks ago when i was talking about uh, wasps using a wide open strategy i believe against worcester and saying that it was one of these <laughs> Yes. Yep, I remember. It was one of these, I'm better than you, we're going to out-talent you and just play, play, play away from you. Yeah. To me, and this is the first time I'd seen, I, d- I didn't see Wasps last round of, of, uh, of the, the Champions Cup. So I didn't see how they played that match. This match was an, ex- I, I feel like that match against Worcester was training for this match, at least the way they played. It was the yeah. same way. It was... We know we're not going to be able to to to, to keep you off the scoreboard, and mm-hmm. Uge scored two minutes in. So, <laughs> so obviously this gigantic was gigantic error. Right? Who's that? Was that Larue? Uh, yeah, Larue. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He's he. I will say, there's he's had nightmares in this competition. Going he back has. to the knock on against Leinster last yeah. year at uh, against against them, or not last year, two years ago, I think it was whatever it was. And yet, so they they were trying to say, you know what? 
we're not going to we're not going to play at this level. We're just going to have to score points. And yeah. so we're going to have to to throw the ball around. We're going to have to try some some, yeah, some wide, wide open play. And they did. They actually that at half they were down 22-20 on the road. Yep. Against Toulouse. That's you, you can't ask for That's a pretty good half. Right. You, you can't really ask for for your team to put you in a better position than that on the road than not be winning, especially against a team. You know, Wasps are having a rough year. Yeah. So they're struggling to get on the road against a, you know another champions and another good team that the this, pool leaders. This is probably one of those three teams that people are saying probably should be written into the semifinal mm-hmm. right away. Um, really, it might be two French teams, an English team, and an Irish team at this point. Yeah. Um, depending, just seeing how the way things right. are going. I will say this, Toulouse are doing things, and I read an article on it, they're doing things the right way. And when I say the right way, I don't mean the French way. They're not trying to buy imports. They're not trying to buy, uh, not to shit on Scott Spedding, it's not his fault, but not they're not trying to buy Scott Spedding's right. and bring them in over from from you know South Africa or any other country mm-hmm. and have them play you know, for them. And instead, they're trying to bring along young players into their team and, and, and make them make their team better with by backfilling the their team with good young right. talent. With, well yeah and then and and sprinkling in with that like the they have some I mean they've got some good players. Right. Don't get me wrong. But you know they they still have they have but there's they, a lot of French names on there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like names that Duton and Huget and Dupont and Yeah if if <laughs> there's just a keep going down the list. If the average person that can't speak French has a hard time pronouncing most of your team, yeah. you're probably doing something right in France. Right. That's how that's that's easy way to look at it, yeah. Uh, so so uh, yeah, I like the way that they're doing things and it was they were a lot of fun to watch too. I mean, I'm I'm focusing on wasps because we focus a lot the two of us focus a lot on the premiership. But this was about this match to me was about Wasps standing up and, and really trying to give Toulon uh, Toulouse everything they had yeah. and just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um. And Dupont had a, a an amazing match. Yeah, um, he was everywhere. He was. Uh, more more a uh, Allison Chains day than a um. Yes. <laughs> than a Billy Joel. Billy Joel day. Not, not like, the good die young. Just, yeah. <laughs> we we uh, Ben had a great idea, but we can't do it because. Hashtag copyright. Um, <laughs> but uh, to play uh, We Die Young by Alice in Chains every time the Wasps lose. And then to play um, Only, Only the, the Good, good Die, die Young, young when, when they win. Wasps win by Billy Joel. So. Yeah. And, and, and to be fair, this was this to be fair, this was Good Die Young. Um, but it, the result wasn't there. Wrong, wrong team to try that against, probably. Yeah. Um, probably. But uh, really, and it, it was... It, Oh, <laughs> so the one thing I had to give give a shout out to is is the uh, uh, the referee, um, not the referee. I'm sorry, the announcers uh, make for making the Monty Python reference. Towards, oh, towards yeah, the end of the I match. heard that. I did it's hear a that. Wait for the thin mint. <laughs> <laughs> I know, was dying. A little bit of. Uh, I was dying. Oh man, I heard that. And I laughed. A little long. So that's yeah. great. Yep. No, that was very good. Um, one one personnel note: No Sopawaga. Billy Searle starts. Yeah, and that's that was played a lot, right. played they, a lot of of the game too. So. Right, I don't even recall, and they, they might have put Sopoaga in, but I, I don't recall him did. being in there. Um, it, it yeah, Searle did a great job, and I do want to call it. I did want to call it the referee, and you know I I, I love Ooh. Nigel Owens. Was that Nigel? It was Nigel, oh, and he had a a famous. He could have. He had the opportunity for a, another famous Nigel Owens moment, uh, where I was right towards the end of the match. 
the two props they were there you know there was after they were, they were getting on each other it was, it was no mm-hmm. good and he he calls them over and he's talking to them and they're they're, they're they've just been involved in some bullshit and he's like guys you're killing this game i want to have a good match we've had a good match so far don't fuck it up yeah. We've only got like another two minutes left, so shake hands and be done with it. And they refused to shake hands. Yes, they did. I and, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Um, unfortunately, uh, Nigel made the mistake. I think I feel like it was a mistake of saying, all right, you won't shake hands, then we'll just get on with it. I would have gone right to my pocket, yellow you, <laughs> yellow you, get the fuck off my field. Because, You're done. <laughs> because if a referee tells you we can't have this, we've had a good match, I, I want to show of good faith that we're going to continue to have a good match for the last two Fair minutes. Point. And if they say no, well, then fine. You get to fucking sit for the rest of the match and watch it while the the good players play. Yeah, because they were on, what, 72, 73 minutes or something like that was, at that point? Yeah, it was. It might have been later than that. Yeah. I, I just I kind of wish that uh, uh, that would have been uh, <laughs> a legendary moment for Nigel. <laughs> not, not so much a might criticism of him as, as an opportunity missed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Searle came off for Sopoaga at 67. Okay. So there you go. So yeah, he played a good two. Yeah, good, and played he a good three quarters of that well. match. Uh, yeah. yeah, he didn't play badly by three any conversions, two penalties. He, he he kicked well. That's yeah. I'm sure. And uh, and I was just poo pooing all over Sopoaga last week for his boot. So right, Searle, If Searle's putting his, his hand up, then yeah, or maybe it was two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. Um. Toulouse, top the pool at the moment. Was bottom of the pool. They're done. Yep. So be it. But um, they didn't put it. This is not a. Typical European performance that Wasps are used to. Um, they need to figure out what the hell they're doing. Um, I think they'll still qualify next year. I don't think they'll be outside the top six. Mm-hmm. But I think they have to take a good hard look in the mirror and figure out, do we actually want to play some damn rugby this season yeah. and play some good rugby, right. or are we going to continue to be Jekyll and Hyde well, hopefully up and down? Hopefully they've cleared out the players who don't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Among um, others. And others. Yeah, I'm not yeah. just... Focusing on Christian. And, Hugh, and you know, being, it'll, I'm sure it'll be nice when Hughes comes back. It looks like he got a little hit pointer in the last yeah. match. He landed on it pretty darn hard. Came out of the locker room last yeah, week on they, crutches. They could have used him. I don't doubt it. All right. Uh, Leinster Bath. The revenge for Leinster. <laughs> <laughs> Flagate. Uh, uh, Bath <laughs> Bath kicked a penalty in the first minute of this, and that was pretty much all you <laughs> needed to hear about Bath. Um, no, kidding. Um, but, yeah, they... The flags were kidding, waving. There, that, there were some flags that were getting they were getting blown onto the pitch, and oh, yeah. uh, announcer said something like, "It's a one flag protest yeah. <laughs> for the fifth uh, was it fifteen hundred or something like that didn't yeah. make it last week or something." I thought that was pretty funny. Um, that was pretty good. Um, definitely a thing that needs to be noted for Bath. Uh, no Underhill, uh, no no Underhill, no Burns, no Cocosinga, mm-hmm. no Mercer, no Priestland, no to- no Toby Falatau. No it's it's all it's it all adds up. Yeah. It really does. You know they 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 lost um, Wilson in the in the middle and uh, after this one at the beginning of this one as well. It was a rough day for them. They have um, thankfully they do have plenty in the locker in the tight five, yeah, but their so back row is starting to get a little. Two sevens, I love. I don't mind playing two sevens on the no. field. Low and Underhill were very effective in that. They did it last week. They did it again this week. They're yep. both the definitely the standout players, along with a guy like Jamie Roberts, who was running running hard every time he touched the ball. It didn't always go far because, mm-hmm. you know, just ran to a blue <laughs> got wall. got a pretty good defense there. Yeah, ran to a blue wall there. Um, but <laughs> I have to say, uh, Furlong had a nice little shift that turned into a try. Mm-hmm. 
Furlong's got definitely the best tight head hands in the world by, by any means, and I don't care what you say about your boy well, Sinclair. Since or... I retired, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not fair to have a tight head have that good of ha- hands, like passing and catching wise. Like he just he, yeah, he moves the he ball is, like he he's a freaking first receiver. I'm he like, does. this is bullshit. You know what though? There's no reason. <laughs> so I was listening to that that same alternate pod that we were talking about. Yep. And they were talking about. Uh, I think it was Marler was talking about. Um, was it Adam Jones? Yeah. About how if he he's talking about how if he hits forty rucks a match, he had a good match. He had a good match. That's the and old days. Like, and he would tell him, "Don't give me the ball." And I'm like, first off, so I'm a former football player. Yeah, that's both, Adam Jones, though. <laughs> right. We're both former football players. One of the things that that brought me to rugby, at least, got me super excited to play it. I can touch the ball. I they, they give me the ball. I they can, want I can me carry to, this thing. They, All right. Right. They want me to run with it and and do stuff with it. I'm fucking in. Yep. And. And so it kind of hurts my heart to see that someone who has that much talent, you know, so many other ways, say, you know what, I don't need this to be a part of my game. Yeah. And, and man, there's nothing. I don't think he coaches his players that that right. way, though. I'm sure least, he does You know, obviously, if you have a ball carrying guy like, um, for long, like, well, <laughs> if you have a ball, if for his for his sake, because he, he coaches at Quinn's, he has guys oh, like yeah. Marla that can carry the ball fairly oh, right. well. Sinclair, who can carry the ball very well. Chisholm, yeah. uh, Horwell can be a good ball carrier. Um, Don Brandt, yeah, obviously he knows how yep. to how to. Put the ball that um, down the field when he needs to. Yes. Um, so yeah, that that he doesn't coach. That's just how he played. It is. It's just. How he, I just it's I, also old school right. too. It is very old school. So I love the the, the Typher longs of this yeah. world who who are like fuck <laughs> yeah. you, I'm a problem. There are heroes for everybody yeah. out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looked really good. Um, again, Underhill and Low were were very very standout for them. Underhill muscled his way over the line to get Bath trying to get him going. Obviously, can't. Mm-hmm. As I talked about that that sports the car ref, last we, week, Underhill scored a try and the referee didn't call it back for a stupid reason. No, oh, that's thankful. refreshing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, good guy. <laughs> Smart ref. Yeah, um, no, not French I'm, ref. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, not a shitty one at least. Um, but yeah, he willed himself over. But man, I was ta- I was talking about that sports car last week that mm-hmm. Leinster were and are and can be, and yeah, they, they were. were. Yeah, they definitely were. Um, they were very, very good. Section just pulling the strings as Six he does. Tries, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. all tries, no penalties, all yeah. tries and conversions for these guys. They um, five the, the, conversions for Johnny Sexton. Yeah, the, damn. The the freaking icing on the cake was the cross kick that went from yeah. Sexton to Burn and Burn. And he put it on a dime. I was just like, oh boy. There are people that can't throw that, let yeah. alone use your freaking foot to do that. So yeah. this is why he was the world player of the year. Mm. Um, he did. He did look for every every bit the part. Um, one thing I want to I do want to point out: James Lowe, his very quick, t- very Johnny on the spot, quick tap try on the five meter line mm-hmm. while Beth were walking back, <laughs> and nobody was paying attention, and he he knew it. So he's like, you know what? I'm taking it. Good but some, somebody said whoever whoever got the pen or had the ball when they were saying when the pen was called for mm-hmm. Bath, somebody made a good point. If you have a pen called and you have the ball and it's against you, don't freaking just give, give the ball to the other no. team. Hold either one, hold on to it. Yes, you can be a jackass like that. Right. Maybe you start some fist of cups, whatever, or just you know, drop it and maybe kick it. See if it rolls it. kind right. of far away. I, I dropped it behind <laughs> me and then I started walking backwards. I didn't mean to kick it. <laughs> Exactly. The little little gamesmanship. Yeah, you you got to be smart. I I don't remember who it was, but you don't like it when it's against you, but you understand why they do it. Yeah, basketball. I used to hate it. It was a guy on a team I used to play against in college, and he is the one reason I tell all the all the people I coach from here out 
do not ever give the other team up the ball on a pen because they're most guys are nice. Mm-hmm. There are the couple guys out there that are complete jackasses that will tap it right in your face and take off. Yeah, and those are the guys that you want to avoid. You yep. don't know where they are, <laughs> but they're out there. Yeah, and you don't you don't want to give them a chance. But yeah, so Leinster forty two fifteen Leinster certainly trying to chase down Toulouse. It's going to be a Big one. First round next uh, oh, that'll be next fun. batch. Round five is going to be a big one. I assume they'll play this at the Aviva. I don't think they're going to play this at the RDS. Oh, you'd want to play it at the big the big. Yeah, joint. you want to play this at the big park. So yeah. that is going to be very, very tasty come the new year. Uh, I think that, I mean, that's going to be the match of the match of the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that one. So moving on, speaking of, now this, this actually flows right into what I wanted to say about Cast Monster. Oh, boy. Which is fascinating. Um, I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Cast used a pretty impressive tactic against Monster. Uh, that, so we talked last week about, about the difference between Leinster and Monster. Leinster being, the, that, again, the sports car and mm-hmm. Monster being the tank. Mm-hmm. Well, what Cast did was they used, I, I called it, I dub it, Tactical handbags. <laughs> tactical handbags. Tactical handbags. That's now. That's very French. What's the? It is. <laughs> and you have an English ref in Wayne Barnes who's oh, going to who's going to try to be as polite as possible during this match because yeah, that's That's the English. And that's Barnsy. Yeah. And Cash just every every whistle just managed just found a reason to get in a monster player's face and just just give him a little. You know how's it going. <laughs> and a little chippiness and, and something about your mother and, right and Munster did not react well to it shocking oh. an Irish Irish, uh, Irish tempers right. flare sometimes exactly. you know and, and it, it got them into making bad really bad decisions <sighs> and and doing stupid shit so speaking of that so we go to the quick tap this is end of the half uh, first half um, cast is up uh, 10 to 6 and um, it's 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 been uh, so Munster earns penalties, um, earns then earns a yellow card, mm-hmm. and I want to say Talk it was yeah. CJ Stander decides to quick tap on the five meter line because he's he his blood was fucking boiling at that point, and so he's Rush like blood to the head, yeah, and he's like fuck you, I'm going to score this try. Doesn't score the try, uh, cast turn it over, kicked a touch, ends half. the half. Oh boy, and. And you just earned a, uh, the the yellow card, so you're you're up a man. At that yeah. point, just you're on the five meter line. You're down ten six. You have two, only two options that work there to me. Mm. One is you kick for points, and the other is you're kind of, they were kind of towards the middle of the field, so you you take a scrum, or or you kick yeah. a line, you know wherever you are, you 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 you're reset with the, with a set piece where you have the advantage because you have a one man advantage. And instead, he picks the dumbest option, which is I'm going to tap and go by myself. I'm going to take on all oh, 14 of those assholes because they've pissed me off. They've offended me somehow. That might not have been Whoops. the best thing. Well, wasn't it the cast and, nine that was off? Um, yes. Was that Cockett? I, I, um, Am I losing my mind I th- on that one? I think that was it. I think it was, I think it was Cockett at that yeah, point. Give me a second. Um, because they did have a you know, yes, because their their other yellow was the was their reserve prop. Okay. Yep. Later in the match. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah there was their nine off. So yeah, do that. There's something you can do with that. Right. That's not a tap and go probably. And then you saw it again about 20 minutes later. Um, 
Barnes awards Monster a scrum penalty kick, and it was in the towards the middle of the field. Again, you had the option to reach. Oh no, it was I'm sorry. This was in um, Monster territory, I think, or uh, and take the scrum again mm-hmm. and run it out. Hmm. No, uh, they they do a quick tap, run at uh, run at uh, at cast turnover again. Bleh. It's like they they. They really Munster had a lot of missed opportunities and I and, and made bad decisions at key times and I think that was because Cass got in their face and and really uh, got them off their game got them focused on something that wasn't yeah. rugby and <laughs> and and Munster just didn't as I said how, how very French right get you off your game by getting into your face and making you commit and, stupid penalties right and Barnes let it go too too long on that one he should have uh, he should have shut that down pretty early and, and simply didn't so cast again they're like oh if, if that's what you will let me do then that is what i will do yeah it's unfortunate and some referees just aren't on their games right and you gotta know who you're referees refereeing know. And... refs know yeah you know refs usually know that stuff but still it's kind of a oops right type of thing but so they got a 13 12 win um uh, yep cast did blowing and, that pool they, completely open right they that was that was huge they moved from uh third in the in the pool to, to second Yep, and they they have every opportunity to possibly you know and you know Munster's going to have to play Exeter and Gloucester, and those two teams are not pushovers. No, they're not going to be pushovers. So this, this is anybody's. That's going to test them, and yeah, this is this really is anybody's pool. You know, and, I, I mean, I know Exeter and Gloucester taking max points mm-hmm. sounds like either one of them sounds sounds like a, a, a tough task against both Cast and Munster because mm-hmm. they're going each one of them is going to have to go to one of these places. Neither, as we found out this weekend, the 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 pitches for the French league yeah. are certainly not up to standards outside yeah. of Rossing's indoor weird stadium, which is going to be obviously clean and and, and tidy because it's mm-hmm. a freaking indoor turf stadium, no right. shit. But the rest of them, like these these pitches, were pretty garbage. They were they were getting you could see it the the. Where you could see where the scrums were right, for a few right. minutes afterwards. So you know that's that's match. not e- that's not easy to do. I mean, kind of plays into a couple of these, both both their hands in a way, especially with Exeter being as forward heavy as they are. Yeah. But still, you know, like that, it doesn't allow you to use the talent you have out wide either, and that can be a disadvantage too. So that doesn't make it easy by any means. That, that definitely puts a wrench in your game plan. Uh, it doesn't matter what your style usually is; it still puts a wrench in the game yeah. plan. So moving on from that match again, thirteen twelve cast. Well done. Um, now another top team against a, a team that's struggling. Although they they did I hear hire a coach finally. Um, Rossing against uh, Leicester, and uh, this it was interesting. I I, I the Rossing just went up very quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Leicester got the early lead, but yes. Um, it, they uh the, but Rossing to me I think they they had figured out Leicester's defense and yep for sure. well carved them up two of their tries came off the exact same uh actually no yeah their, their, their two of their first three tries came from running almost the exact same line which was this little it, it's not quite an unders it was more of a they were they were running an overs line but then just cut straight up and cut inside their defender um in, in, and cut that that interior gap and just ran a long distance. And, yeah, they and were. when I saw it once, I was like, "Damn, that was pretty good." I saw it the second time, and I'm like, "Well, this game's over. Rossing's got them figured out. Yeah, isolate them in space, attack their inside. They're done." And uh, I thought they did a pretty good job of that. Lester didn't respond well, um, it, and, and I, I texted you during. The, we were both watching this match together, and 
Leicester seemed afraid at times to clear out a ruck. They had, they had, and, and you don't see this very often at the professional level. They had some, and uh, I, I'm not going to call them out by name, but they had some fucking gutless punks out there who, uh, and you know, <laughs> yep. you know how I feel about Leicester in the best of times. Um, this was the opposite. They didn't want to hit. They didn't want to, they would rather trip over the tackler and be doing this. Oh, I can't rock. Cause I fell over this guy. Like not that they were trying to earn a penalty, just that they were like, Oh, I tried. I just couldn't make it. It's like, fuck that dude. Get, get your ass yeah. off the deck. Rock over that ball so your team can win it. Cause what else are you playing for? Um, yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. it's not it was 24, 11 at half. Um, that was pretty much the match. Rossing it, added it really 10 was, afterwards. Yeah. I, was, I watched this one a little bit, yeah. And, and I'm not sure. Zebo went off hurt. I'm not sure what his status is. Um, oh, and of course, then we got to get to fucking Dan Cole. Again, thugging it up, <laughs> like as Lester does, throwing a fucking elbow to to a, a throat. Yep. Uh, what uh, are you guys he, doing? He got, he, got, he got carded for it, so. He got, yeah, he deserved it. He was caught. I just, like... I, I don't, you know, I, I think I've made it perfectly honest or perfectly clear how, yeah, how how I feel about Leicester, and so that was no no great surprise to me. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a it's a nightmare at Leicester right now. They are they're they're desperately seeking an attack uh, defense coach, not an attack coach. They're, they're, their attacks fine when they're going, um, but yeah, they're desperately seeking a defense coach. They just can't keep people off the board. And I mean, you saw it yeah. when they were playing against a fairly depowered. Saracen's team, mm-hmm. and they scored what three, three like long distance tries from wing fullback area positions, right. and they just carved them up. So that's like the biggest. That's got to be the biggest thing for them. Yep. They got to fix their defense. Yes, especially in space. That was yep. just horrible. They get they had a little bit of uh, room to operate. Uh, Rossing did, and it was going to be a, a long run if not a try. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so, oh, that and let's see where they are. Rossing again, top of pool four. Yep. With, with nineteen points, um, Leicester not at the bottom. They're still in third place with 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 six. They're still better than Scarlets with two. But they're out. But they're out. There, there's no way sixteen so, point. If sixteen points is the best runner up with yeah. uh, one, two, three teams are already at fourteen. Yeah. Then something went went awry. So Leicester sure. are, are playing up the string here, and they will not be missed in the playoffs. <laughs> um, Ulster hosts Racing coming up in this next batch. That could be a that one could that be, might that will be, be another fun, fun one. Yes, that'll be another fun one. Though. That's also the round five. So between that and Toulouse and Leinster, Leinster. that should make things very yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I'll make I'll make for a fun weekend. <laughs> we'll have to draw straws as to who gets those yeah. shit matches. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. Uh, I think I know what I'm going to do, but we'll we'll talk about it later. All right. Um, uh, Newcastle and Edinburgh, big one for Newcastle here. This is their they're basically we're going to be deciding: are we going to continue on this competition and put put effort into it, or are we going to really concentrate and consolidate and just look at the the Premiership? I think we um, know which way that's going. Yep. Um, really, this was, what was the terminology? Like if this was, if this was, if this was artistry, you know, the artist would have had a, the brush in the hand, but not really painted anything Okay. by the time the halftime whistle blew. So <laughs> I was like, Ooh, that's not really a compliment. Um, Newcastle did get over the line at that point, but, uh, just wasn't, wasn't pretty. Although the, the try was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Hammersley. Feel, did well to take take a um, an up and under that was or a cross kick whatever you want to call it, um, 
smuggled it back to Sonati Sonati and or uh, or to the the other one, Nikki Gonova. Sorry, they're both involved. Uh, Nikki Gonova skins one guy, goes down, tiptoes down the sideline, cuts in, takes out the the fullback by just basically throwing himself into said fullback, <laughs> off, offloads it to Sonati 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 is not going to get caught. Nope. He's gone. He's too much of a bowling ball. How he's on the wing, I don't know. But he does well at the, at the wing, so as long as it's working, I guess they're going to play him there. Yeah. Um, that was definitely one thing that I noticed is, I mean, it's not anything new. Sonati Sonati and Nikki Ganova are dangerous every time they get their hands on the ball. Right. But, and they, they definitely tried, their Newcastle's game plan was definitely to try and get these guys the ball wide in space where they could do damage. Um, they just, I don't think they were doing quite a good enough job of committing the middle of the defense mm-hmm. and every once in a while it would happen and then it would go but then they'd find a way to screw up the pass that that obviously is not helpful either no. so they just couldn't they couldn't didn't quite have the end product product for them uh watson versus uh john hardy who are the two um i'm sure a lot of people in scotland are re- are screaming for these two guys to be the next two sevens hamish watson's gonna have that seven jersey but john hardy who got let go by Edinburgh last year, playing now playing against them for Newcastle. Um, certainly didn't disappoint. He was he was making some hits. He <laughs> it almost seemed like he and Watson were seeking each other out sometimes, <laughs> which was fun. Yeah, uh, that was fun to watch. Um, Watson did get away with a lucky penalty near the end that was kind of the killer blow that ended whatever attack that Newcastle thought they were going to produce. Um, had the ball, but then got taken off his feet. Referee still still gave him the award, the penalty. I didn't think he had the ball nearly long enough uh. to to warrant said pen. But after a referee had a look, I'm not sure he, his view was good, so that might have done him the biggest favor possible in that in that case. But anyway, he he did play well, so it's not like this is a this was something yeah. that was out of the blue. Um, Henry Piergos definitely was was a huge player in this one. Set up a. Uh, the first try for Edinburgh in the second half with a little chip, well-timed run by Johnston and just scooped it up on the bounce and there was nobody near it for Newcastle. This was off first phase. So that was pretty, pretty yeah. sad from them, but also very well planned by Edinburgh to be fair. Okay. It was on a, it was on a freaking it was right on a tee, like mm-hmm. just popped it right in the middle of no man's land. And Johnston ran right, timed his run. He was already on a running start, timed okay. his run very well to be onside when Piergos kicked it. And just was easily going to be the first guy to it as long as it bounced right. And it did. It did. And then um, to seal the deal for for um, Duan, Bunderberg gets one in the corner. But it was because of a monster pass that Mir- Pirgos made. And I'm talking like long. Yeah. Long. And got it out there. The, um, I think it was it might have been either Vandervault or um, Johnston just shipped it on to Duan Bunderberg. He's got space down the sideline and he's got wheels. So, yeah. He's in. So that pretty much was the clincher. Um, How did Flood look? Uh, a little iffy. about him being possibly hurt. Like he yeah, he was okay. He was not bad. Um, he was certainly trying to command. You could hear him tr- really try and tell, ordering his troops around. So mm-hmm. he was definitely trying to organize everybody. So he was doing everything he could as a leader to do it. He's mm-hmm. not... He's not the best 10 out there. So that's right. going to be, you know, and he missed a couple of kicks, which didn't help. Um, certainly missed that first kick um, off the try, which would have been a huge thing for them yeah. to be up because it would have been 10-6 at halftime. You know, at that point, you hopefully can help maybe keep the scoreboard going. 
Um, Newcastle played too much in their own end in the second half. That was kind of their mm-hmm. bugaboo. Um, Gilchrist from Edinburgh was awesome in the lineout. He every time they threw to him, it stuck. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so he, I think, he, I think he had ten lineout wins, wow. something like that. Yeah, he did. He did very well. So that was that was very good for them. And McGuigan didn't start for uh, Newcastle. Nope, nope. I think they're. So I, I think it's part resting McGuigan, but part yeah. also leaning a little bit on Kyle Cooper. They did have tight heads in this game. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> they had two. Wow. Amazing. But they also lost some guys. Um, Callum Green dropped out in the warm-up. Uh, Johnny Williams uh, was hurt almost within the first 10 minutes. And uh, Nagusa, their eight-man, uh, came off after. He threw a kind of a – that looked like for all intents and purposes they were going to be able to make a break. Mm-hmm. And he got the ball in space. I'm thinking, uh-oh, they might, they might do something. Yeah. And instead he tried to ship it on and threw some half-ass pass into touch. Shortly after that, he came off. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe he was hurt. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought for sure he was just going to have a run. And right. the second he moved it, I was like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? Go. Yeah. No, it's never mind. You're hurt. Go, yeah. yeah. Never mind. You're hurt. And then my, the the one note I I had, I, I praise Luke Pierce. I'm poo-pooing on um, Alexander Ruiz. Ruiz. Uh, no, no arms tackle on Kinghorn did uh-huh. not need TMO. It didn't. No. It, it was nothing. What comes out of it? It's a rugby incident. So why did we go to TMO? Right. Like I think everybody here that's watched rugby for five minutes saw that and was like, "There's nothing in that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that." If this comes out, eventually it sounded like it, they went from pen, no yellow card to, okay, it's just a rugby incident. I'm like, well, that's like ten minutes of my life I'm not getting back. Right. Thank you. So I thought that was, it was the right decision. Thankfully, there okay. was there was nothing. There was nothing in it, so it shouldn't. Uh, it but shouldn't have worked. Like, I, I appreciate it much better when, I mean, and this is this happened a couple of weeks ago with the, uh, um, uh, who was it? The the Lester card, the Eastman card. Yeah. Where the referee didn't see it right away. No. And so he's not going. Oh wait, let me check TMO. It was the TMO called in and said, "Hey, yes. let's review this." And if it's something that's kind of borderline. Especially if it's a you know possible foul play. Yep. Uh, if the TMO is not calling it, then I think the TMO called it down, which okay. is the dumb part. Well, then that's really fucking dumb. Yes, <laughs> that's the really dumb part. <laughs> like, oh, I let's, didn't let's get... check on this. Oh, it's nothing. Well, shut the fuck up, then. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get to the. I didn't get to the really dumb part. They, yeah, no. So that was bad. Um, <sighs> but Edinburgh come away twenty-one-eight. They are in command currently of pool mm-hmm. five. This is going to be an interesting pool as well. Toulon are out. We, it's not a new thing. I'll we'll yeah. get to that game in a second, and then Edinburgh's up. Newcastle are, are at eight. They're still alive. We'll see what they decide to do come the new year. Maybe they get a couple wins in the Premiership to get themselves out of the cellar. Maybe yeah, they can have a go at Europe. Little, but until that happens, yeah. uh, they're gonna. I mean, we're well, talking about two more miracles. They they do have a pretty good slump buster coming up. Yeah, against yeah. Worcester. So maybe that's something that's uh, uh, that can get them on the um. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was nope. looking at the wrong thing. Nope. No, they have Gloucester. They have oh. Gloucester. <laughs> that's <laughs> other <not> way. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's how you keep your slump, slump yeah. going. They have, yeah, they have a sl- your cold streak will continue. <laughs> oh <with that>. yeah. <laughs> Usually they have a slump extender coming. Yeah. Up. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's like I said, thir- twenty-one, uh, twenty-one-eight Edinburgh. Uh, Newcastle had a little bit of bite in the first half. It wasn't pretty, but they were still. They could have. They could have finished this. Um, again, they had, and then. Uh, one other injury, Chris Harris, who was their other center, 
mm-hmm. also got hurt. So with Williams and Harris, they actually moved Nicky Yonova to 13 and Harris inside to 12. Harris, give him credit. He got it. Like, he could have come off very yeah. easily. He yeah. gutted it out. Good. He knew his team right. needed him. Yeah. I think there was one point, though, where he was he, I think he was a tackler on one of the last one on the last try that he mm-hmm. just couldn't get to. Yeah. So I was like, eh, okay, I'll give him a pass because he's already carrying it. He's, he was trying to get there, but yes, he it's was not, not going to happen. He was not getting there. Yeah. I was like, your injury is definitely going to stop you from doing that. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. So, yeah, good for him. Hopefully they get at least, they at least get healthy. I mean, you know, as much as I'm, I'm, I'm picking on them to, to be relegated. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the, for for serious, I'd, I'd rather them be healthy and and at top form than yeah than uh, have shit go down. Just Newcastle last year is better than Newcastle this year for for the league itself. So right. you know that's too bad. I'd like to see more of that. Same the old the old Newcastle. Yep. And last one, uh, Montpellier and Toulon. The this is basically losers out. Loser loser this this one is going home and playing for pride for the and, comp, rest who, of the competition. Who was it? Montpellier, Toulon. Yeah, no, and who was the loser? <laughs> too long. Oh. By <laughs> about 20 points. By a significant margin. Yeah, 34-13. Uh, Montpellier definitely with the better better side in this. They It was a lot of kicking. I mean, we're talking about guys. These teams did not want to play in their own end. They had no They had no interest in it. Oh, it's in, uh, it's in the year 22? Yeah. Gone. And it was definitely a, a lot of kick tennis back and forth, which was somewhat annoying yeah. as a forward. I'm like, no! Can we stop this? Please! Um, interesting for Toulon, they put Gergadza at seven, and he's usually a second row. I was like, oh, that's, huh, wow. that's, uh, that's a bad sign for them. Yeah, so it's not a good sign. If, um, if he's playing seven... Then they're gonna have an issue because I mean he's a six at, at best. Yeah, you know, maybe an eight because I think he's played there for Georgia. Um, okay. but you know that's it. I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything more than that. Yeah, but you're not gonna move Messam out of that. So no. Um, Still seven. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. We did one one bright spot of the match. We did have Goody on the comms. Oh, that was, that was fun. <laughs> he loves to comment. Uh, for whatever reason, he does more French than he does English. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's part of his contract. Or they're just maybe teasing they're, him. Yeah, maybe they're just <laughs> messing around with him. Who knows? He did play there. For, he did play in France for a little while. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So and then uh, Houston returned. Right. That was good. Yeah. Because that was a scary injury. Yep. Okay. So he was he was okay. He was good to go. I think he played most, if not all, the match. So. That was the upside of that. That's good. I hadn't even checked in to see if he was. Yep, he did. Okay. Uh, Toulon made a very tactical sub um, about midway through the first half. They brought on Bastereau, um, okay. brought off their their little fullback because this was definitely going to be a game won in the trenches. And I will tell you where it was won. It was the Mall by Montpellier. Wow, going way old school. That's uh, you don't see malls as the uh, attacking structure very often in these days. Well, the, that was their. Um, that I mean, that the, the conditions dictated that that's what it needed to be. Yeah. And their mall was going fine. Like well, then, they have guys, uh, Willemsa and um, big guy Picamol, definitely yeah. doing damage with with it. Um, you know, uh, Willemsa got over for one. I think was it him? Nope. Fed it to Serpentine. That's right. Um, uh, Pinot got over after. Mm-hmm. Man, was it a bad kick? I don't remember who it was. It might have been Trinduk. Um, he's not. I have to say, Trinduk is definitely. 
he is not your top end fly fly half that you work that you're used to working with at a team like Toulon. Right. You know they've had I mean since they had Johnny Wilkinson for yeah. a while. That's that 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 right there is hard to obviously oh, replicate. Exactly. You know, but still like then they they somehow found ways to be successful. I don't think Francois Trinduc is going to do them any good any favors when it comes to Europe. No. You know he he's not a, a Bad fly half, obviously, he's a very serviceable, serviceable fly half. He's played for France right. in a lot of big matches, so yep. I'm not going to completely shoot him out the window. But um, anyway, so he made a just a blunder of a kick right down Francois Stain's throw, who really had a rough start to the match. He had two big kicks that went out on the full. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oops. That'll happen. So, you know, he um, had a couple of misjudgments. Made up for it with this one, though. He saw like he saw field and he said, "Oh, I'm running." Eventually, got loose and Pinar was there was there for the for the finish, and um, yeah, just a, that. But that was kind of a microcosm of what Toulon has done in this competition, <laughs> really. Like yeah. just complete bonehead kick, not accurate at all. And they just, and JP Peterson goes was there to tackle Stain mm-hmm. and made such a half-assed effort uh. to do it. Up high, playing chicken wing yeah. bullshit. I'm like, dude, get, break down, break down, <laughs> put your leg. shoulder into yeah. him. I know you guys are probably friends because they both played for South Africa sure. at one point or another, but no, no, you need to, you need to hit. But that still, guy. you know, when 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 that the poster was made of that try, you 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 know, yeah. you had the option of, of making the tackle yeah, <laughs> rather you're, than you're getting called getting out. Burned. In the, uh, you're getting called out in the film session for yeah. sure. <laughs> the review session will not be pretty for you, um, uh, or for many good. of the the two. No, probably not for. Yeah, they they brought this guy in. Um, can't even remember the dude's name. The coach. Uh, they brought him in from La Rochelle, yeah. who had mm-hmm. a great run the last couple of years. But and there's something about going from, and not all coaches can do it. They go from a smallerish mm-hmm. budget, smallerish expectation team like La Rochelle, who played very well the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. Sure. And then you go to Toulon, Toulon, where it's. Ex- they had they won three of these fuckers in a row. They yeah. won three European trophies in a row. That is has, has not been repeated. Right. It's come close a couple of times. Saracens were had two in a row. Leinster have had two in a row. Um, I think Toulouse have had two in a row, but not. So these guys are. Yeah. It's it's a huge. It's a big jump, and I don't think this guy's ready for it. The recruitment is obviously an issue. If Gergadza's starting at seven, right? You know, as we as we talked about there, it's and, and it, again we're talking about the French money. And, right, and I'm sure that they at least made a run at Sopoaga. You'd think they would have. Yeah, but I don't doubt. It. Obviously, not successful. Right, whatever, whatever. Well, they're obviously going to try did. and ad- address that problem with the likes of a guy like Artie Sevea. Who, but still, like you, you, yeah. you can't just you can't see a problem on the field and then try and fix it for next year right. because you're going to have another problem next year. You just got <laughs> you just because it's not this one doesn't mean it's not a problem. Right, you know. So that that just baffles my mind. And then the last uh, little note I have in here, it's kind of a pity try, but so we give it to him. But Gorgonzo was probably offsides. Um, <laughs> he picked it. He picked it up. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if the law says you have to be the back man at the ruck um, now, but I know that it says you have to have both feet behind the ball. His left foot was way in front. <laughs> <laughs> so and it just prevents those little weird yeah. pop through the middle of the ruck. Uh, runs and you know it can turn into a pile up at those things sometimes with those so that's why I think that's what yeah, they're trying right. to you avoid. want to clean that up right so um, was he was he offsides 
I thought so. Referee didn't do it. I think it was John Lacey. Yep. Was which ref? Which ref was it? What that fell down? Was it the Gloucester match? He fell down, and the, and the whistle like got mudded oh, up or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that was hysterical. That was somebody we don't like. So. Yeah, I thought that was. was I that, was like, oops. That wasn't Reynal. Hold on. Uh, it might have been. No, it was in the Saris match because it was Garces. Wasn't it Gar? No, no. It wouldn't have. Yeah. No, it was not. No, it was not because that's that. No, because it got mudded up. So okay. that and that and they were on turf. Oh right, yeah, that's right. No, I think sure. I think it was the Gloucester match. Gloucester Exeter match. It probably was then. Because <laughs> he got yeah. slammed into by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, he got slammed into yeah. by a Flaherty. Right. That's who it was. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back on top somewhat on topic. Um Montpellier went in really shitty field conditions. Was shitty French, conditions all over. Fr- it was, but the French rugby fields are so terrible oh, that's though. True. Yeah. They were talking about it on this broadcast in particular. Like yeah. they have not caught up to the like even Lester's field was holding up under the garbage weather. Right. You know, the obviously Aviva's gonna be taking well care well care of even though you know, but still that's that's shit that's a sure. shit pitch. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, well, I'm just, just thinking of the weather with shit everywhere. Yeah, so it, it's like no, the, it was. the ball's not gonna be good. Like the shit's gonna go wrong. I mean it the, was. the field conditions are part of that. Right. You you yeah, you want a, a pitch that's gonna hold up to that. Right. I mean you strength. talk you talk about all the money that's getting thrown at thrown from these clubs. Throw some at your fucking pitches. Yeah. God damn. Hey, it's home field advantage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it should be, but, but you're <laughs> you know, I mean Montpellier obviously <laughs> won at home, but that's and that's fine. Yeah. Um I'd say Toulon definitely drafted a team to possibly take this game. Obviously they didn't start Bastero, but they brought him on. Guys like uh Tuya Silva Mm-hmm. And Nkosi just running hard at you know these little bowling balls that yeah. have so much speed that 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 was almost a perfect team but they just didn't execute well um, so give them that but that's not how it goes yeah so uh, yeah Toulon out Newcastle on eight Montpellier at eleven and Edinburgh at fifteen in pool five that's a pool not wide open but it's pretty open yeah Montpellier leapfrogging Newcastle. Yeah. So they're now they're now in, in second, and, and with that, and they play each other. Yeah. In that next round, so well, that'll be interesting to see what happens to that. Right. All right. Um, all right. So. So fun champions, uh, champions cup, couple of weeks. Yep. But back to. Back, back to, to the premiership. Prem. Back to the prem. So we're gonna start doing something fun, and not that this isn't fun, because <laughs> believe me, if this wasn't fun, Ben, I wouldn't be doing it. We don't have enough listeners to, to justify that. <laughs> um, but we're going to start doing something a little fun. And we're just going to do a pick em. A leather ball pick right. Oh, okay. <laughs> a leather ball pick or a premiership pick in this case. Um, so you, you pick your game, I'll pick my game. So the same thing as we've been doing with the Champions Cup? Um, no, you, but but now we're just going to pick just winners. Pick, pick winners. We're just okay. picking winners, winners here. So we'll start with the uh, the um, oh so we're just gonna pick from any of the available teams. Well, no, saying? we're gonna or, so we'll just we'll we'll pick the winners of each game. Right. That's okay. All. all right. That's all. So Worcester and Northampton. Yeah. Worcester's at home. Northampton, I think, is the better team. I'm gonna go with Northampton. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the only problem is we don't have good injury reports to dig no. through. No, we're we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. We yeah, don't we know we, this is this all happens before, uh, but you know before we know the lineups, before we know anything. You know we're what? just going by. Northampton didn't play this weekend because oh, they, 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 no, they got snowed out. out. They got snowed out yeah. against uh, whatever it was the other Saracens whatever. club. Yeah, Tim Tim Saracens. So they're the, rested. They're in like 
they're out of like Romania or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember where it was exactly. Sorry if you're a fan of that team. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect intended. There's just a lot to cover, yep. even on the on the, the top-level teams. My bad. Um, all right, next, Lester Quinns. Lester Quinns. Uh, Quinn. uh, Lester at home again. Lester at home again. Yeah, but fuck Lester. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, is Eastman back? Nope. Then I'm going to go with Harlequins. He shouldn't, he shouldn't start for them anyway. Should be Tamua. I know, but it's still, fuck that guy. Yeah. No, and who I. Knows, um, who knows if if Cole gets sanctioned for that shit this past weekend? That was that was pretty maybe dirty. a week. He might get a yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not saying week. he's going to get more than more than that, but that yeah. was pretty shit. Uh, Quinn's have been terrible on the road. I'm going Lester. All right. All right. Uh, the, the, the match that everybody will be parked very very front and center in front of their TV for probably. Uh, you know, series at series at Sandy Park against Exeter one and two. There are some who may accuse me of bias on this one. But shit. <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, you got to go Saracens. I don't. I, yeah, it's at Sandy Park. That's a tough place to play. I'm just not that. I'm yeah. not sold on Exeter. They're not. They're not. Mm, yeah. What Exeter used to be, and right now, uh, Saracens should. Yeah, they have some guys not uh, that are there. Have some injuries. Billy and Morrow are the only ones that come to my mind. Right, and well, Mako's still working his way back in. He played seventy yeah. minutes the other day. Yeah. He's but it fine. wasn't it wasn't Mako the, the no, you're right. again. So That's he's still working okay. he's still working his way back to top form. But I I think Saris are just too much. They're just gonna outclass Exeter, I think, on the on, okay. on Exeter's home pitch. Yep. Um for me it's just <laughs> for me it's a matter of no slade, no Noel. Yeah. Um and there was and was it Cuthbert? No Cuthbert. No Cuthbert. He didn't play last week. I don't uh, think he's. In, I don't think he's going to be available this weekend okay. either. So yeah, without sure. I, I still while, th- while thinking with me brain and not with me heart. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go Saracens. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. I think. Uh, um, shit, where was he? Uh, Cordero, I think, is going to be really the the one guy to watch for for Exeter in that match. Yeah, they'll bracket the hell out of him and make but, sure yeah, he doesn't exactly. go anywhere. So it's just take him away, and yeah. and there's not going to be much left to to attack. Right. Yeah. If uh, did I? I didn't say my pick for the first one, did I? You didn't. I figured uh, you went with Northampton. I went with Worcester. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the home team. This is another. This is a team that's probably very much consolidating to stay in the Premiership. Sure. Give zero shits about Europe because they're in the Challenge Cup anyway. So screw it. Right. Um, So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give the home team the nod. They play well at home too. So, Um, Sale and Bristol. Sale at home at the AJ Bell. You go first. I've been going first the last couple times. (laughs) I am going to go with the Bears. I'm going Bristol. I think Bristol will continue to figure out how to play in this league. And I just I, I like the, the the weapons that Sale has, but they ha- just haven't shown they know how to use them very well yet. Maybe Ashton comes to life finally for Sale, and if it does, then I'll be happy to eat my words because I want to see him mm-hmm. do well. And and I'm looking at this, and I just I, I end up wanting to take all the away teams. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the better teams are, are on the road this week. Right. Um. I. I want to pick Sale just because again we're going going head over heart here. I love the way I love the way Bristol's playing though. Right. Um, they they've they, they've kind of as as much as Gloucester has captured my my imagination too. Um, at the top, I see Bristol as a team that I'm, I'm I'm looking for them to to be making some moves. So I'm I'm gonna go with Bristol for this one too. Um, the but, Bristols. But if I was uh, 
I, yeah, I'd have, I'd have to see the betting line to know who I would take right. if, if, if there was a if there was a line. And I would assume Bristol would be the favorite just because right. of the way they're playing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I think Sale will make it close, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right, Sunday games, Wasp and Bath. Um, I'll go first. Uh, for Bath, for me, it's it's easy. I don't think Marcher's going to be back. I don't think Burns is going to be back. Coca might, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like James Wilson. I don't think he. I, I think Freddie Burns is still very underrated for a ten, and I think he's definitely. Maybe he's not the heartbeat, but he's part of the heartbeat of that bath squad. And yeah. without him, I think yeah. it's really going to be de- tough. Wasps are definitely going to play a little pissed off um, after this weekend. I think Hughes will be back. Okay. Also, that that would be helpful. So you know, with them having a more balanced back row of Hughes, Young, and Shields, right. um, kicking the fact that you know they'll probably be a little bit. Angry, mm-hmm. I, I think. I think. I think. Was take this one. I don't like Dayung, but again, <laughs> brain over heart. I'm gonna go with Was. I, I also am gonna take Wasps. Um, and that's entirely on form. I, I, Bath, as you said, they're they're kind of. Uh, yeah, they've just got. They, they've just come home. They're coming home from a long trip to Dublin. Right. Going back on the road, and, and they got humped in, and, in Dublin too. So it doesn't help. And Wasps have, again, they they've put together some at least this past week they they put together some some pretty rugby some very good rugby mm-hmm. really good attacking rugby the kind that, that you haven't seen so much in the premiership uh where where it can be very uh conservative at times in attack right and uh i, I just think that they've maybe if that's what they've found if that's what they want to go that's the direction that wasps want to go is, is a little bit wide open I think they can. Uh, they have the weapons. They have the weapons, wise. so I see no reason why they can't continue that yep. that style and put up put up points. And I think that's what I think. This you know, if, if Wasps make this a shootout, they're going to win. Yes, so I agree. That that I agree. They so have that's more what weapon. I think. They have it, more in the tank than, right. than Bath. Do. So that, that's Bath what I think. They're nothing, do. but uh, yeah. I think this is a to me this is probably a race to to twenty five points. Yeah, probably probably the first of four tries. Right. <laughs> really. <laughs> um, all right. So. We got that, and then uh, Falcons at home against Gloucester. Gloucester. I, well, I know, I knew. You were, <laughs> I'm going Gloucester. That was not a mystery. Um, yeah, I, I, I love a lot of the players on Newcastle, but man, they are not playing super well at the moment. And unfortunately, this is not where they get back on track. I don't yeah. believe. I think Gloucester take this one. And Gloucester just took a giant shit against Exeter. Yeah, they're home. gonna be mad. They're That's, gonna be mad. I mean. Even if Owen Williams is playing ten for them and not Cipriani, I still think that they can take yeah, this thing. I agree. So that's that'll be that. Um, so for those that are listening to this, it's almost Christmas time. If you don't celebrate Christmas, sorry. Um, <laughs> happy holidays anyway. <laughs> um, so you're you're not I'm here. Out. No, I'm. Oh yeah, I'll be out. The, the, the mother-in-laws. Oh boy. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I'm getting on a plane with a lot of people that might make me drink a little bit that's fun but just fyi <laughs> no i am i, I oh, i'm a shit flyer so that does not this is this is probably where the majority of my i need a drink type of thing comes from not so much the people i'm with it's right. it's my wife my mother and my, my my wife's parents so and where are you going uh we're, we're going to california oh nice um i am not a 
Again, I'm not a flyer, but if you can give me a, a beer or a glass of whiskey and give me something to listen to and like distract me like a little kid, yeah, I'm okay. But it's gonna it's gonna be a a trick. But we'll get there. We're leaving early in the morning. We'll get there about mid afternoon, and oh, there you we'll go. be there until Thursday night. Fly back on the red eye. So awesome. Yeah, um, I will try to do something Sunday afternoon, Sunday night after the games, um, and get it posted up before I get on my plane. Um, if I don't, my bad. Happy holidays. Um, I hope everybody does have a nice holiday that are ce- that's celebrating Christmas. Um, if not, just have yourself a good week. Uh, enjoy the enjoy the rugby. Yeah. Because it's if nothing else, do that, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, good rugby, everyone. Yep. And uh, so make sure you check us out on iTunes. Check us out on um, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, find us on Twitter. I'll put our Twitter Twitter handles in the handles in the show notes email at uh, fancy rugby at the uh, fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com there we go i got that one um but thanks for listening everybody uh hopefully we entertained you for a little while and uh we appreciate uh hit us up let us know what you guys think uh,